I'm Samantha Sherris. I'm Virginia Allen. And this is the Daily Signal Top News for Tuesday, March 21st. Here are today's headlines. Republican Senator Rand Paul of Kentucky says the Manhattan District Attorney should be put in jail. The rest of Paul's tweet says a Trump indictment would be a disgusting abuse of power. Over the weekend, former President Donald Trump predicted authorities would arrest him today in connection to the Manhattan District Attorney's investigation, our colleagues Mary Margaret Olihan and Tyler O'Neill reported. Trump posted on Truth Social around 7.30 a.m. on Saturday, saying... Now illegal leaks from a corrupt and highly political Manhattan district attorney's office, which allowed new records to be set in violent crime and whose leader is funded by George Soros, indicate that with no crime being able to be proven and based on an old and fully debunked by numerous other prosecutors, fairy tale, the far and away leading Republican candidate and former president of the United States of America, will be arrested on Tuesday of next week. The Post refers to charges from Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Braggs's office reportedly related to adult film star Stormy Daniels, who has claimed that she had an affair with Trump in 2016 and that she received $130,000 in hush money payments from the former president. Trump has denied that he had an affair with Daniels, who was formerly represented by disgraced attorney Michael Avenatti. The former president sued Daniels for defamation, and a judge ultimately ordered that she pay him almost $300,000. As of this recording, Trump has not been arrested. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention are warning about an emerging fungus, which is labeled as an urgent threat, according to USA Today. The warning comes after a new study revealed the fungus, known as Candida auris, has been spreading at an alarming rate in hospitals and nursing homes. CDC epidemiologist Dr. Megan Lyman said on Monday that the rapid rise and geographic spread of cases is concerning and emphasizes the need for continued surveillance, expanded lab capacity, quicker diagnostic tests, and adherence to proven infection prevention and control. According to a CDC press release, the CDC has deemed Candida auris an urgent antimicrobial resistance threat because it is often resistant to multiple antifungal drugs, spreads easily in healthcare facilities, and can cause severe infections with high death rates. The fungus, according to the Associated Press, is a form of yeast that is usually not harmful to healthy people, but can be a deadly risk to fragile hospital and nursing home patients. It spreads easily and can infect wounds, ears, and the bloodstream. We'll keep you all updated on any future developments of this fungus. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen said earlier today that the federal government may help protect depositors at other banks if regulators see a risk of a run on the banking system, the Wall Street Journal reports. As we previously reported, the Federal Reserve and the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation will cover all depositors' money at both Signature Bank and Silicon Valley Bank, the nation's top regulators previously announced. The FDIC is normally responsible for covering deposits up to $250,000, ensuring that most small businesses and individuals are financially protected from a collapse, 
In this case, however, the FDIC is going beyond that $250,000 cap to cover every deposit in the banks, regardless of the amount. Let's take a listen to some of Yellen's comments she made earlier today while speaking to banks in the nation's capital via Yahoo Finance. Our intervention was necessary to protect the broader U.S. banking system. And similar actions could be warranted if smaller institutions suffered deposit runs that posed the risk of contagion. Last week, Yellen told the Senate Finance Committee that the U.S. banking system is sound and that Americans can feel confident that their deposits will be there when they need them. A federal judge has blocked a California law that would mandate certain safety features for semi-automatic handguns. Federal District Judge Carmack Carney ruled in favor of the California Rifle and Pistol Association, as well as four other individuals. The individuals allege the law violated the Second Amendment right to keep and bear arms, since no new gun being manufactured complied with it, according to The Hill. Reuters reports that the 2001 Unsafe Handgun Act requires new semi-automatic handguns to have an indicator showing when there is a round in the chamber and a mechanism to prevent firing when the magazine is not fully inserted, both meant to prevent accidental discharge. The act also requires that they stamp a serial number onto bullets they fire, known as micro-stamping. Carney wrote in the ruling, Californians have the constitutional right to acquire and use state-of-the-art handguns to protect themselves. They should not be forced to settle for decade-old models of handguns to ensure that they remain safe inside or outside the home. The president of the California Rifle and Pistol Association, Chuck Michelle, said on Tuesday, for decades, this roster law has deprived law-abiding citizens of the right to choose a handgun appropriate for their individual needs. The loaded chamber indicator magazine disconnect and micro-stamping requirements were impossible to satisfy, so the number of different models of approved handguns available to buy dropped to barely 200. Michelle added, if we can hold on to this great Second Amendment win, people will be able to choose from among thousands of the latest, greatest, and safest handguns made today. And that'll do it for today's episode. Thank you for listening to The Daily Signal's top news. If you haven't had a chance, be sure to check out our morning show right here in this podcast feed, where we interview lawmakers, experts, and leading conservative voices. Join us tomorrow morning for the Daily Signal interview edition. I'll be sitting down with Kara Frederick. She's the director of the Tech Policy Center here at the Heritage Foundation. And we'll be discussing the TikTok CEO's testimony before Congress on Thursday, what she would ask the TikTok CEO if she was given the chance, and the Heritage Foundation's Moms Against TikTok rally, which is also on Thursday. Also, make sure to take just a moment to subscribe to The Daily Signal wherever you like to listen to podcasts. It really helps us to continue reaching more listeners when you leave us those five-star ratings and reviews. Thanks again for listening. Have a great night, and we'll be back with you all tomorrow morning. The Daily Signal podcast is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. Executive producers are Rob Bluey and Kate Trinko. Producers are Virginia Allen and Samantha Asheris. Sound designed by Lauren Evans, Mark Guiney, and John Pop. To learn more, please visit DailySignal.com.